Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. Okay, Farron, I've thought long and hard about this one. <laughs> I have finally found a game that is a top-down management sim that I think you're going to enjoy. Are you I ready? Evil, I play Evil Genius 2 and Anno games. I love these games, man. But but one that I've suggested that I think you're oh, going to you enjoy. Oh, one you suggested. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about Little Big Workshop. So this was developed by Mirage Game Studios and Massive Mini Team. It was published by Handy Games. You can find this on your PlayStation 4, Switch, Windows, Stadia, Xbox One, and Mac. This was released on October 17th, 2019. And Little Big Workshop is a factory sim in which you develop a factory uh, pumping out very adorable and, and quirky, charming products to sell on the big imperialist capitalist stage. And I absolutely adore this game. I've pumped so many hours into it. It's um, sort of a roguelike in, insofar as you, you make your workshop and you keep going until that workshop goes bust. And I just absolutely, absolutely adore it. So why don't you tell me about your first experiences with this game, Farron? It was yesterday, five minutes after I said, fuck it, and walked away from Magicka. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, first off, it's got a very cute aesthetic. It literally looks like it's a model on some kid's craft table. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's very, very cute. And at the same time, it's like the interface is really good. Uh, it doesn't handle stupidly. Like it, you, everything works the way you expect it to. People do what you expect them to do. They look cute doing it, but you're not, you, I never once looked at it and go, what the hell is happening here? Now, I play games like this all the time. Evil Genius, which we did a special episode on. Evil Genius 2 is, which I've actually been playing earlier in the game, is the same sort of thing. This is just less evil. The Bunch. Anno games, uh, Anno 2203, which is wonderful. I think Anno 1800 is the one they got out. Yeah. Same sort of thing. These are ultimately the same sorts of games, which is to say they are supply chain management games. And this is a really good one. I mean, I don't think it's the one I'm going to dive into for 25 hours, but I had fun with it. Like the, the hour I putzed around and oh, I'll yeah. do this and I'll move this here. And it's really cute. And it's the sort of game like I'd always recommend you see on Facebook every so often. I'll recommend like Anno 2205 or games like that and say, you know, it's great if you don't want your kid to have a violent game. There's a little bit, but not a lot. Well, here, unless I miss something, there's no violence in this game. Unless I missed a shootout later in the game or something. <laughs> No, no, not even a lick of violence in this game. This is entirely centered around developing out this workshop, ensuring that your supply chain is met, that your uh, the product that you're selling is adequate to the, the costs of materials that you're bringing in, that you have enough workers of different specialties, of um, 
people who are just designed to, to clean and to maintain the workshop and to move things back and forth. You need to lay out your storage spaces in a way that makes sense with shelving units and, and storage tables. You need to eventually develop specific uh, specific areas of the workshop that are specialized into metallurgy and um, finishing products and yeah. uh, woodworking and, and building cushions. Like They've got just this fantastic different array of all the wild things that you can get into in, into building in this game. Yeah. And it's got a surprisingly intelligent economy as as time goes by the price of uh of different products changes so as as supply rises um, price falls and the inverse is also true and it, it follows that law yeah. fairly consistently and you continuously watch these same products like all right rubber duckies are selling for a lot of money right now let's make a gang of those and then right after you sell them you can see on the market that the price then starts to collapse yeah it's it's a surprisingly smart game for the aesthetic that they went with yeah, you know, I, I look at this and I think this is a sort of game, if you're a parent who wants, you know, whose kid wants something more complex than shoot everything, mm-hmm. you know, if they like complex board games, this might be for them. And it's totally charming and completely nonviolent. And, you know, I sort of look at this game and I wonder if that's why they made it the way they did. Like, let's make a game where there's absolutely no violence. There's no dread. It's just this little toy factory. I don't mean a factory that makes toys. I mean, it's a toy factory. The aesthetic, I just can't get past how cool it is, how cute it is. I I, I had a smile on my face as I was playing it. Like, I had no idea what the hell I was doing half the time. But <laughs> but it was just fun to putz around. And, and, you know, you'd say, you know, the first thing, one of the first things it tells you is, you know, you need to decide where uh, uh, products will be placed for delivery in and out. Like, okay, so I chose a little chunk, a corner of a, of the, I guess you call it the loading dock. And, your guy walks and drops stuff over and goes back to his desk and then you know the the truck backs into the loading dock and the guy comes out and picks the stuff up and puts them in the back of his truck and but they all look so cute yeah you know what it reminds me of you ever see a a show in the 80s called fraggle rock oh gosh yes do you remember the little the little little guys the dozers i think they were called yeah 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 this reminded me of that Oh, okay, I'd say the, going the tiny that. little muppet, the tiny little puppets who never speak, but they're always mm. building stuff. Yeah. For some reason, I I couldn't get the goddamn Fraggle Rock song out of my head playing this game because <laughs> they all looked like little dozers. It was hilarious. But I, I say that in the best possible way. It was just it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. But I noticed that there was evil DLC that I didn't buy. But I noticed there was that. Yeah. What you get to like be an arms manufacturer? You produce weapons of mass destruction. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure. I, I haven't dived into that <laughs> DLC myself. I've always just kind of, I kind of stuck with the base game because it was just, it was that perfect yeah. level of like you paid 10 bucks for it and it had everything that I wanted in the game. Yeah. It didn't have a bunch of extraneous stuff. You've got these four different corporations that you pump out uh, different contracts for. And then you're also working on the side, uh, working the free market as well. And it's just this this continuous progression until you finally reach a reach a breaking point where the economy just collapses around you and you're making yeah. no money anymore. <laughs> and honest to goodness, I just I could not when when I get on a run where I start playing this game, I just can't put it down. I'll put in like a solid twenty hours in it really? and just oh yeah i'll just build out this factory and i don't even care if i get to the point where like i am the number one factory on the market i just enjoy expanding and 
putting out more and more complex products. And as you as you progress, the the things that you can build become more and more and more challenging to build. And you require much more specialized tools. Otherwise, you're going to take far too long to to pump out the product because you've always got a time limit. Um, yeah, it sounds like Evil Genius too. In that in that regard, you start off with mm. you know the level one power. Uh, power plant and that's never going to be enough you can never build enough of them to supply so then you need to research a better one and then a better one and it all becomes about efficiencies and you know what used to take you 20 guys in 10 minutes now you have one guy doing in five minutes because you put the effort into into improving it's you know these games are all the same whether you're trying to take over the world or build a widget they're ultimately all the same they're again it's about supply chain management there's another game. It's a Martian game. Can't think of the damn name of it now. Survive Mars? No, it's one like that though. It's a it's a really good game because it's got that whole thing uh, that you had brought once brought up of the unreliable narrator. Okay. The uh, AI is lying to you. Okay. Or sorry, you play the AI, and people are lying to you. It's very very cool. Per Aspera, as I'm. Per Aspera. Oh, okay. Per Aspera. Yeah, yeah, I, I recognize the name. I don't think I ever played it. It's uh, it's like this. It's just everything's done from a satellite's point of view. Right. And it's the same thing. You start with, okay, I need to produce this, so I need to mine this. But now I need this, so I better do that. And it, and it, mm -hmm. you sort of slowly but surely improve upon your factory, which in this case is, you know, Mars. Right. And But at the same time, it's got that sinister tone because you're an AI and it's very clear you're being lied to. And then aliens come and you're not sure if they're actually aliens and there's clearly something going on here and I keep bottoming up because I'm just not good at management games. But that's like the sinister science-y version at the other end of the spectrum from this cute little thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Paraspera, Evil Genius 2, uh, the Anno games 2205 or whatever, you know, 2170 or 1800, depending on how sci-fi or past you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, games like this, are supply chain management games and they all have that same flow to them and it's very relaxing because you just sort of chill and you play and you plug yeah. holes as you see them exactly i need i need more of this okay i'll build one of those well now i need more than one of this so it's it's problem to problem it's a problem solving game it is yeah. very much so it's it's you know finding out like okay i've got too many of these benches they're not being utilized i can get rid of a couple of those and put in some of these other ones because i've got a bottleneck here and oh i can link all these benches in this area together so that any any bill that gets sent through for production there gets spread out evenly amongst all of them and then i've got a, a logical storage space here that is specifically used for products from this area and and as you just continue to go it just makes it makes more and more sense in, in your own head and then you put put the damn thing down and you come back two days later after having forgotten exactly where you were and the whole thing just what looks like I a bunch thinking? of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was I thinking? But, you know, but that's what makes it so relaxing. You just sort of sit there and go, okay, what is the next thing I need to solve? I've solved that. Now I have another problem. And I find it very meditative, games like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll definitely agree with you on that. It's, it's a style of game where you can just kind of just flow and that's yeah. really what it winds up being is just a flow state you're mm -hmm. finding problems you're dealing with problems in your supply chain and then and it, it just gets so personal as well too like all of your workers all have their individual names and they all level up and you then specialize them into different areas and it feels 
it's so charming and adorable and that was one of the big reasons why i really wanted to uh get this game on the show was the fact that it it had that charm which i know is something that you found lacking in other uh other sims that i've suggested before like uh, city skylines you you didn't quite find that in it's an hour of efficient german sex <laughs> yep. uh, tagline for our podcast yeah <laughs> but, i hope not uh but i i really really did enjoy my time uh, getting back into this game and it's yeah. it's definitely staying on my computer and it's going to be going to be played a whole bunch over and over and over and over again and what yeah, about you yeah um i'll probably i mean not right now just because i'm i'm digging into other things but yeah i'm going to come back to this one absolutely I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. And uh, if if you're somebody else out there who likes these kind of calm management sims, a hundred percent come out and check this one out. So yeah, and good for kids too. Oh it's yeah, like not violent at all. Yeah, no, I don't think that there's a lower age limit for this game. If kids can understand economics, then they're probably good to go on this. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. There it is. So, Adam, how would you like to be a courier? All right, I, I can do that. In a dystopian future cyberpunk city where there is no happiness and only rain. Uh, the grim dark future of the grim dark? Uh, it's not quite the you know, it's not quite that, but it's 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 close. It's a very uh, Blade Runner esque city. All right. Well, you know what? Blade Runner I can deal with. But in pixels. Even better. Let's go. So we're talking about Cloudpunk, which is available for like everything, PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. I'm sure it's available for your your compute, you know, for your calculator if you look. Uh, it was developed by Ion Lands and published by Maple Whispering Limited, who I've never heard of. I, I have a feeling there's just someone else who was convinced to program this or to publish this game. Um, it reminds me of Omnitrend Software, the security software company that published oh, yeah, yeah. Engagement. Yeah, it was released last year in 2020. It's available on Steam and I assume the console stores. And this is a neat little game. It was never meant to be much of anything, but it got popular. And so they keep adding to it in which you play a courier in, well, a three dimensional city. So your vehicle flies. Mm -hmm. uh, they eventually added first person in the cockpit view just because people asked for it. And it, let's be honest, it was kind of free for them to do because it's a 3D game, right? All they had to do was place the camera in in the in the car. But it's also it's not just you uh, in this vehicle. You get out, you you run around, and you deliver stuff, and you talk to people, and this sort of thing. And there's there is a story, and apparently there's now a whole lot, there's a whole expansion with its own story. I, I, I keep waiting for them to do racing, and I think there is racing in it now. Is um, there? At one point they were talking about it. I, I mean, I haven't played this game, frankly, in about a year since it came out. And then I jumped okay. in yesterday, and I played my time. And I went, yeah, this is cool, and I just didn't pay attention, but I know they were talking. I'm the sorry. What the hell is that? That will be a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. I just decided to go driving past my, uh, man, past what my did place. You I, <laughs> man, I'm sure jealous of that guy's personality. 
Yes, and his and his immense member. Yes. See, I was um, avoiding going with that joke, but all right. Yeah. Well, um, so the game, you know, it, it's as much about the aesthetic as anything else. It's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous looking. It, it's got the same look as um, Crying Suns. It's pixelated, but everything is shaded and really good looking. Like it's not the pixelated chaos of Domina. Um, everything looks super good. In a lot yeah. of ways, it reminds me of if someone built a city inside a Borg cube where everything is just everything's at right angles, and it's you know it's got a it's got a look to it, and it's hard to describe, but it's you know it's cloud punk, whatever. Go go play, but it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, the story is at times kind of depressing. I encountered one you know guy who had been brought into the city and had been lied to and now he was trapped there and he had no money and he couldn't even leave and like jesus christ that's depressing so there's a few bits like that but overall i quite liked it um well obviously i'm recommending it so what did you think of it i thoroughly 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 enjoyed this game i went and uh i I actually wound up playing it probably about a month ago now and i i sat down with it and uh just immediately really took to the atmosphere you know i'm a big fan of uh cyberpunk dystopia stories like we've 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 been over this yeah but man it was just so engaging um maybe it's it's the first person perspective because i I was playing in first person for the majority of the time i definitely Um, was not (laughs) uh, fair um but the stories were so so engaging and so interact well not even interactive but they just really compelled you to yeah. to pay attention to it and i think the first time that i really interacted with one of these like i was just i was walking down the street and there's a little head on the map so i'm like oh go see who this person is and you just wind up talking to a sex worker who uh specializes in snm and you just have a discussion with them about okay hey what's your life like and it really fleshes out this dystopian awful terrifying world that you just happen to exist in uh your main character she just is just so full of life and so vibrant and multifaceted and played so very very well in this game i just could not get enough of her dialogue yeah you know it's a game like this could have died quickly and horribly if if the writing was bad yes or the performances but that's not the case here. No. And I enjoyed it. Like, it's the sort of thing I, I would almost be interested in watching a, not a movie, but this could make an interesting short film subject. Yeah. You know, a 20 minute sort of thing filmed in this. And like this, I mean, I'm not sure if it's a big thing anymore, but, you know, back in my day, 15 years ago, <laughs> Machinima was very popular where they would, yes. you, you know, you'd use a game and you'd make a movie out of it. World of Warcraft, there's some wild stuff out there. Oh, yeah, World of Warcraft, Halo had a bunch of them. Yeah, and I can't help but think that this, you could almost do that with this game. You could almost, like, but but they've done it for you. They, they've really kind of done it for you. They've made stories that are worth worth be bearing witness to and partaking in. It's also, it plays really well. Like, I, I never quite liked moving her around, never felt right, but driving around, which is to say mm-hmm. flying around, always feels super cool and really chill just you know driving through these these space lanes like you're in the jetsons or something like that it's it's super chill like there was a one point where i just started ignoring my my job okay 
and just started touring the city. Oh, that's and awesome. It was, and it was cool. I, 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 I was into that thinking, you know, this would be like the neatest MMO ever because mm. you know there'd be people who would just be like Uber drivers and that's because they would just enjoy doing that. And it's, yeah. you know, I, it's not a complex game. This, this isn't high tech and it's not high complexity. It's a simple game where you're sent on missions to deliver stuff, pick stuff up, deal with people. And it's fun. I mean, it's not, it's not like little big workshop where it's, it's that chill. It's not what this is. <laughs> there is a story. Yeah. Um, but and I don't want to spoil it uh, mostly because I haven't got that far into it, so I can't. Yeah. But uh, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, believe it or not, Assassin's Creed Origins, okay. in that the people you encounter are interesting in their own right, whether or not they have an impact on the main story. Like you say, the sex worker. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is interesting. I would like to learn more about this person. I'm not going to, but I would like to. Yeah. And yeah, I just I got a kick out of it. So. Yeah. No, I I absolutely did as well. It was. Like I said, it was just the the world was immersive. Mm -hmm. um, the characters, well, not realistic, were believable. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's that's always my big thing with writing is I don't need something to be realistic. I just need to believe that it would exist in this world. Yep. And I absolutely believe that for every character that I ran into, I loved the the small details of being able to just you know you run around and you find things just out in the open world that you can then turn around and sell off to somebody else um, just for tiny minor upgrades you can get a few things for your car and just to customize it a little bit as you're flying around the city it's yeah it, it's just a delight to be in I really yeah. enjoy the vaporwave aesthetic the, the blues and the purples and that that really gelled with me the city that's constantly got rain pouring down onto it the, it's yeah. an 8 bit Blade Runners Los Angeles very much so, ways, but much yeah. more vertical. So, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the I, I agree that the walking around portions where you're out on the street didn't feel nearly as good as the flying sections, but I I think that that's probably intentional. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know they'll figure it out. I mean, at this point, I mean they 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 haven't, so they won't. But you'll figure it out as a player. Yeah. You're also not spending that much time on foot. So. No, you're. You know, this is this is a game where I'm so glad that it exists, and I'm so glad that it's here, but I do not want to see a sequel of. I would no. love to see them take this this dedication and this energy and this ingenuity and apply it to a completely new setting. Yeah, it's not gonna. There's not gonna be Cloud Punk Fifty Three. You know, mm -hmm. like it's not gonna be a franchise. They yeah. made a good game. They added some cool stuff to it. It is what it is. Move on make something different you're absolutely right and i i have no idea what the what the company's up to these days i think they're still supporting this game i'm not sure but i know they're not a big company it's not like 50 people no so but uh yeah so go get this game it's never very expensive uh throw the you know throw the money at them enjoy it buy the soundtrack it's pretty cool um, oh yeah you know um if you like that vaporwave aesthetic, term I learned from you, uh, then yeah, this is this is a this is worth your time. Absolutely. Play, play it with a controller, though. <laughs> yes, definitely yeah. play with a controller. Yeah. So, so there it is. There it is.